Good morning and welcome to another day here on planet Earth. I am your Mary Gardener and this is the Solo Gardener podcast and we are talking today about pricing. What an exciting thing to talk about. Uh, but this is quite a controversial subject. If you ever go into any of the forums, as soon as someone mentions hourly price, day rate or price per job, there is literally a kind of, it's, it's like... <laughs> a frenzy of just debate almost um gets very spicy in there and there's people very passionate about how they price um luckily for me i'm actually quite on the fence when it comes to pricing because within my strategy i use pretty much all three i use um hourly rate I use price per job and I use day rate and I kind of fluctuate between those depending on the client, depending on the job. Um, I have set things that I like. Do you know what I mean? I've Over the 30 years of me working as a gardener, I've kind of figured out my own system. And most of you will. Um, if you're a newbie, um, it is your safest bet, to be honest, if we're going to be honest, is to stick with hourly because it's the easiest way to work it out. Um, and it's the safest way to you to protect you in case if anything, um, if any job comes along, you're not too sure about safest bet is to do hourly. But you've got to understand that hourly is only going to limit you to what you can earn. You can earn more money and it only in also only incentivizes you to to not work efficiently it incentivizes you to work slowly and not be efficient which to benefit your actual client you want to be efficient you want to be figuring out ways to get things done quicker faster for the benefit of you and for the benefit of the client um <clears throat> so it doesn't incentivize you to buy better tools it doesn't incentivize you to be quicker in the garden be more efficient doesn't incentivize you to learn more to get better it just incentivizes you to be a little bit slow and lazy it, that's not for everyone i'm just saying that the incentives aren't there whereas if you're pricing per um <clears throat> per job your mind starts ticking how can i actually make this work for me how can i make more money how can i do you know what i mean i can hire more people it just creates way more opportunities for you when you're pricing big jobs price per job and also it takes away the risk for the client uh, which is very important the client will know what they are paying a fixed price and that will not change whereas if they're paying you an hourly rate for a big big job that price is not capped it relies on pure trust that you are going to go and do the job most efficiently but a lot of the time things will go over and that price could just keep going up and up and up and up and up for the client that's not a comfortable position to be in for a client the client likes so you can benefit more money-wise. They know exactly what they're paying. They don't care too much about how long it takes. They know that it's not going to go over that price. And that is a really valuable thing to the client. You've got to remember that. And <clears throat> But then the risk is then put onto you. If you get that price wrong, you are going to bear the cost. But if you get the price right, you are going to actually get the benefit. So it is a learning curve. It is a balance. Um, that all that being said, I also want to remind you guys out there who are newbies or veterans, to be honest, you, your value is way more than just the service you provide. Your value is wrapped up in lots of things. If you're coming into this with experience, your value is your experience. Your value is your 
timekeeping. Your value is your management. Your value is your presentation, um, how you look, how you dress, how you present yourself, how you communicate with the client. Are you going to be turning up on time as you said, if there's problems, are you going to communicate with your client? All of these things add up into a value for you. It's not the service, just the service you provide. Um, if you're going into garden with a lot of experience, like I like to say, I have zero hesitation. When I look around someone's garden, I know exactly what needs to be done. And I will communicate with my client to find out what they want. And then we have a to and throw to figure out exactly how we proceed, taking into account what the ca um, the customer um, is looking for because it is also it's not just my opinion it is his opinion he the client he or she will have priorities in their garden and you need to listen out for those and to figure out whatever they are number one we do them first and number two um, they may be different priorities for you they may be different opinions it is a personal opinion someone's garden they have to live with they have to look at that every single day and that has to be put into a high regard in some aspects than your own opinion um, <clears throat> that also I also wanted to go into so knowing your value you know knowing all of that and also there will you need to understand there will be people undercutting gardeners that you've got to remember in mind they are attracting a certain type of customer and if that that will always exist those customers and those people will always exist they're not going to disappear but you and if you are if you value yourself highly you do not want to be going for those clients um, you can explain your prices you can sell yourself there's nothing wrong with that but at the end of the day if they're looking for someone who is budget 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 let them go they are not for you that is their one and only goal they don't value a good gardener and when they start using these people over time they will realize um well they may they may not realize maybe they will never value a decent gardener they just want a, someone who hacks back and that may be valid because um i have worked in the estate agent industry and you you can literally have two gardens identical gardens next to each other one is an old lady and one is owned or, or managed by an estate agent uh, let's look at it from these two perspectives so the old lady if you were doing her garden and you're also doing the estate agent garden we'll start with the old lady she her priorities she may want her garden to look and and feel like when her and her husband used to look after a garden that they used to live in and she would maybe want to have a gardener that's honest that's going to be there on time that's going to be trustworthy that looks smart that has a lot of experience is going to take his time it's going to talk to her listen to her and actually um, create a garden of her you know of her past of her husband or whatever and and it's it's it's, it's going to be a different experience than if you go to the estate agent identical garden um, your estate agent will uh, have already potentially provided you with a list of maybe 20 for me personally about 50 gardens and you have to manage those and they are in this I'm, I'm explaining exact scenario so I was working in Brighton the estate agent gave me 50 properties and on every property on, on the list 
there was um, <coughs> say uh, a two to three day window to get in and out and that was for all the painters and decorators all the gardeners they all had the same window we all had to get in and and kind of uh, fly past each other and do our job within that window and there's 50 of them so you've got it you've got to manage them well so their their um, priorities for you is to manage the, that property list get it done within the time and they were not concerned of quality their main desire was staying within budget they gave me a cap on the price anything over that cap had to be called in and had to be signed off before go ahead so they gave me in this was back in 2015 2016 they gave me a hundred pound cap on all gardens I can do anything I want up to a hundred pounds so then I would do I wouldn't do anything under a hundred pounds uh, sorry and I wouldn't do anything over a hundred pounds unless like it really needed it and I would say look this needs to be over we're gonna have to get a, a clearance of this but um, the key thing is time and their sorry their other thing was their priority was uh, no the term they used sorry was the garden needs to be usable so <laughs> if you imagine um, the difference between the old lady imagine the old lady say I just need my gardens to be usable what the frick is usable usable just means a hack basically just means a hack back hack everything back I don't care I don't want the borders turned over so you literally would strim the borders strim the patios cut everything back to nothing and and have the garden usable because it's for students students don't really care they never look after the garden hasn't been touched in a year so the priorities were usable speed and budget that were the three things that's all they cared about they have completely different values different priorities um, than the old lady treat them very differently and surprisingly <laughs> you would be charging a way higher price for this estate agent than you would for the old lady although you would be doing a better job for the old lady than you would the estate agent purely be because if they're sending you 50 properties that you've got to be done within a time frame window the stress the management the priorities over they want you to prioritize those over all of your other jobs you've got to fit them all in within those windows it's very difficult to manage all of that and all the other clients you have and <clears throat> so your price needs to be um, anything from 40 to 60 pound per hour per person for those types of jobs and your minimum charges needs to be way high it needs to be in the kind of 80 to 100 pound mark for every job and if they've given you a cap of 100 pounds you should be reaching that pretty much every job to maximize your profits if they've given you the go-ahead for that and you're not going to be doing many jobs over that then you need to be reaching that anyway so you need to be your minimum charges needs to be about 100 quid to be honest uh, so you can make more money that way <clears throat> um also yeah i think that makes it very clear just imagine that you've got two gardens that you're doing them in very different ways personally for me i've stopped doing estate agents as i've got older because i don't actually like doing them um and um I've kind of come away from the money-making kind of side of it to the more like enjoyable side 
especially I'm now working on my own. I'm a solo gardener, just as the podcast would say. I prefer <coughs> working with individual people who value their gardens, looking to high standards. So um, <coughs> your price point can be higher because they value way more um, perfection than kind of like the low budget guys who don't want too much they just want a hack back kind of guy i'm more kind of pristine prestigious gardens not all of them are prestigious but they appreciate a nice garden so my prices are high to reflect that and attention to detail which are all these things that add up to the value of you do you know what i mean um <clears throat> that's why your prices can be higher i'm not going to i i'm I, my prices are literally, there's no set price for me. I, I do have a £25 an hour rate for weeding, you know, and that does fluctuate depending on the client, depending on the difficulty of the job and all that sort of stuff. And I do have fixed jobs for hedges. I have fixed, sorry, fixed price for hedges, big hedges, fixed price for big jobs. I have day rates for jobs that maybe are difficult. Um... <coughs> If I turn up and I, I, I'm not 100% sure, is that gonna, job going to take uh, a day and a half, a two-day? Um, I, may, I may price it as a day job with rubbish added on, and I'll probably charge around 360 for a day. Um, <clears throat> that has gone up over the years. Over the years, I've been 200 plus rubbish, and now I'm into the, like, the 360 kind of range. So that gives me um, anything between 360, 380 for a day for just a standard that's that doesn't include big hedges big hedges i would be charging anything from four four hundred four hundred for the day i think sound about right for a big hedge. if it takes me a day it's about five, i charge about 400 i sometimes do like a two-day job depending on the client if they book me in winter i can do a two-day hedge job for about 660 um that will fluctuate as well if i think the job is dangerous difficult hard scary that price goes up i've got a job i did it took me two and a half days i slightly undercut it it was 680 i priced it at next year that's going up to 880 because it was terrifying so i think doesn't matter how much experience you got sometimes you will get jobs wrong you need to learn from that and you need to change that price on the next time round if you're doing repeat jobs um so from a newbie's perspective start with your hourly get a feel for those kind of jobs and how they do and try and transition into a more of a flexible kind of rate um, so the jobs that you're doing repetitive you can kind of keep them on an hourly you really want to get your lawns if you do lawns if your lawn takes you an hour you want to be charging anything from 40 between 40 and 60 for an hour's worth of cutting um, and that will include rubbish taken away. Um, a lot of the jobs I do now, I'm doing 40 and 50 for the hour, sometimes 60, depending on the job. Some jobs are just difficult and a pain in the ass, like slopey ones. And all of those are no rubbish away, which is really handy. It depends on the area you're at. A lot of my clients, they all have their own bins, so I'm just putting it in their bin, which they pay for. And... Um, I think you need, yeah, I've kind of gone away from the taking away the garden waste a lot from these smaller jobs because a lot of my clients have bins. Whereas when I worked in the big city, um, I found it easier to do 
set prices in the city than it is in the bigger gardens because a lot of the time in the city they're so tiny the gardens you can get in and out really quick especially if you've got a two or one man people we had some jobs in brighton that were like a 15 minute job and two people on it that's like half and a minimum charge like 30 quid we did that for for 15 minutes and we had a few of those in a row just bash them all out and you could smash it um <clears throat> I'm just really enjoying this coffee right now. I'm outside. I've got the ring light on. I'm in the pitch black dark and it's raining outside. I pretty much think we've covered everything. Guys, it's Monday. I hope you have a great week. It's been absolutely raining all weekend and I'm hoping it clears for the week for everyone because it has been brutal out there and um, I don't know what you guys think. I know... I've been chatting to the kilted gardener who doesn't work in the rain. <laughs> I bet there's days that you do though because you can't put it off forever. If you have a week's full of rain, <laughs> you can't keep moving it. You've got to do some work in the rain. Um, so I hope you guys are... I hope you get some dry weather, mate, to be honest. I'm sick of this rain. I'm really sick of it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm done. I'm done with it. It's been raining all day today. It's Sunday. I'm recording this in my van. It's pissing down with rain. Um, but we, 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 need, we, need, we need the spring back. I swear. It's like been frosty. It's been freezing cold. What is going on? And I've got a sniffly nose. I've got... I'm just getting over the little bug that I had. Um, comment. Comment. If you're on YouTube, comment below. What do you do for charging? What are your prices? Are you like me? Do you kind of mix it all up a bit? I prefer that. I like being flexible. Um, but some people literally just stick to one thing because it's simpler. I don't know. Chuck your comments below. I want to know. I want to know what other people are doing. Um, but yeah, it's fascinating. Fascin I find it really fascinating how people do it. Um, guys, have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 oh before I go. I've got a special guest next week. Um, it's going to be the first time I interview someone. It's going to be over um, Zoom of some type. I don't know. I've got to figure out Zoom. And um, I'm going to tell you, it's an international call. So this will be very interesting. I'll see you guys later. Take care. Bye.